0: Hey friends, it's me, Katie-Ann, and your host of the Full Confidence Ahead podcast where we go on a journey together tackling the fears of life from family relationships to finance from careers to community. And today we have a dear friend and an incredible community leader, Mary Woodard. And we are so excited to have her. She is talking to us about women in business. She has 33 plus years of experience. We're excited to hear from her, but first we're gonna have a moment for our sponsors. We're so grateful for them. They make it possible to have our podcast even here and able for you to listen. So give a second to our sponsors and then we're gonna have Mary back. Have you ever felt scared swiping your card at a cash register, not knowing if it would be declined or maxed out on your credit limit? Believe me, I've been there, holding my breath, waiting to check out. Thankfully, all of that fear melted away and turned into confidence when I took a financial literacy course. The PowerPay Money Master Course has changed my experience at the cash register from fearful to fearless. The online course is video-based and gives you real-life money smarts. USU Extension is offering a free Money Master Course to all Full Confidence Ahead listeners. Go to extensioncourses.usu.edu slash Katie Ann Powell and add the Money Master Course to your cart. The link will give you the $40 course for free. You can also get the course discount by going to extensioncourses.usu.edu and finding the Money Master Course under the finance category. Use the code Katie Ann K-A-T-I-E-A-N-N with no spaces at checkout to claim your $40 discount and free course. As a podcaster and a one-woman show, it takes a lot of time to record, edit, and produce my episode. There is no way I could run my podcast on my own if I didn't have Podflow. Podflow is an AI-based podcasting tool that enhances audio recordings, writes show notes, and makes audio timestamps all within literally minutes. It's given me the power to be a one-woman show by giving me back my time. If you have your own podcast or are considering making your own, head over to podflow.ai to create your account. Podflow will give you a free trial to get just a taste of their product, and when you're ready to purchase their product, it's affordable and purchased by the month, so you can go month by month with your podcasting process. Get ready to podcast like me and get your Podflow account at podflow.ai. Okay, Mary, we're so excited to have you here. Do you want to just say hi to our podcast folks really quick? Hi, everyone. I'm excited to be here. This will be really fun. We're so excited. You guys, the fact that Mary is taking time out of her day is incredible because let me just give you a little bit of a rundown on Mary. So not only is I call her, I get to call her friend and co-worker but she's also had 33 plus years of experience in the credit union industry and that's been all the way from compliance to operations to business development right now she is granite credit union's vice president of business development and that is huge. She is doing a wonderful job, And what that ent- entails is that she's doing contracts, card services, business growth, and a ton of community involvement. Like every day she is out networking with the community. She's doing community service. It's incredible. So Mary got her bachelor's of business administration from Westminster's college in 2018, which was incredible. And she's been applying all that here at Granite Credit Union. But not only that, Mary, you're also on the board of Right Care Utah, which for those who aren't uh, aware of Right Care, it's a nonprofit that is helping children of all types of learning challenges related to speech and language. So that's incredible, but she's the acting executive director. So she's working full-time and then working full-time and then working full-time. <laughs> Polytechnic, so <laughs> isn't that right, Mary? It is, Yeah. I'm like, am I a crazy person? Yes, <laughs> I am. I love you. are just like, yes, <laughs> that is accurate. <laughs> we are just blessed to have Mary with us today. Her perspective, she just has this extensive experience with both the business side and the nonprofit side of women in business, being in leadership with women in business. So Mary, let's just start off with how did you know you were even interested in business as a woman to start out with?
1: Well, so one thing that I, I, uh... Immediately, when I started at the credit union, I found out that I was very interested in just learning like, Mm -hmm. tell me how something is, and then I'm going to learn about it. And I found out that was really exciting for me. And then I got opportunities to meet with other credit unions, other staff members. And I found out about, you know, they liked their business. I wanted to find out more about that. And I started asking questions. And um, all of those things kind of led to one thing to the other, because one of the things I've found is it's relationship building. That is really the important part of business, I think, of any type. And so relationship building, you find out what someone is about or their story. That's really important to me. And then I try to meet that need or what I can learn from them and connect them with others that's really what it's been. And it's been years of that. I mean, I've been at Granite Credit Union for 34 years, and I still have members that I I, I helped them from when I was a teller. And it's so those relationships, I think, are key to this business journey that I've been on.
0: So That's incredible. So you're telling me that your business journey really started. It wasn't like, oh, I want to make a lot of money or, oh, like, this is a skill set. It really Stemmed from the
1: relationships you're building, right? Absolutely, and I mean, money's good. I'm not just on money. We all (laughs) need it. We all need (laughs) it, right? But I think if you can find what you're passionate about, the money comes, Mm -hmm. okay. And it doesn't mean that there's not bad days or stressful days. But I really do think that for me, it's relationship building. I found out I really like that, and so um, I think that's just kind of been. Uh, what it's done for me.
0: I love what you said. You find what you're passionate for and your money comes.
1: Yes. Yeah, I'm a a huge believer in that. So is that like going for any passion that you have? I I really think so. I mean, it can be, you know, like I started out as a teller But I wanted to learn all sorts of things and try different things. So I think the other thing that is really helpful when someone is trying to figure out what they want to do or they do have passion and how can they put their efforts in the best place. One of the things that is most helpful is um, look at look at things as opportunities, not as a burden. Mm. Okay. I remember a few things that we didn't even offer. And my boss asked me, Hey, we'd like to do this. Can you figure out how to do it? And tell me, you know, let me know. And so I was like, Yeah, I want to do that. I want to figure that out. So I feel like um when when you were given responsibility instead of thinking that, oh, I have to do everything or you know, it's I get to, I get to, and then I get to learn. And I feel like you don't know who you're going to meet along that journey. So that's a big one because I feel like you don't know how the people in your life will play different roles at different times. And so embracing those things, those opportunities, and then your relationships are really going to be key in giving you extra opportunity. And that's where money can come.
0: I love that. I love that. You're also saying that rather than looking at things as a burden, you're looking at them as an opportunity. Yes that's huge and just like a mind shift perspective do you think you started out like that perspective is that innate in you or
1: did you have to develop it you know i think it kind of is innate in me but it doesn't mean it, it you can't build that right and i'm not saying everything has to be like positive and ro- you know all rosy because that's not real realistic either but um i think there is science behind changing your mind shift to a more positive, um, a positive um, direction. When you are saying, "Oh, this is an opportunity for me to learn," or "What did I learn from this?" or "Who did I meet?" Mm-hmm. and "Who did I connect?" and those are all really kind of cool things. And even afterwards, if they weren't really great experiences, <laughs> you, you can be like, "Okay, I'm not going to do that again." Or you may be able to stop someone else from having the same, you know, same struggle. That's so true. You also
0: mentioned that some of these learning opportunities came as you were a teller. And I just love, I I wanted you to kind of tell us your journey because I know a little bit, but I want our podcast listeners to know is you really went from like entry level to your executive level now. And I want to know what was that process? Did you start off your journey thinking like, yep, I'm going to be the vice president business development.
1: No, I did not. I started as a part-time teller and honestly I wanted to be an attorney.
0: Oh really <laughs> well it was still time though we don't want exactly. to we don't want to leave.
1: So oh my God don't do that. <laughs> but um I so I started out as a part time teller and then I got promoted to different position which was um direct deposit payroll specialist. Mm -hmm. And that was just, I wanted to learn about that. So that was really exciting and cool. And then I became a member service representative. And one thing I found is I really, I loved working with people. Mm. So being member facing for me was really exciting. And honestly, still to this day, I think the teller position or that frontline Position was is one of my favorite, <laughs> which is so funny. I'm like I, I could do that all day long, and then I became a supervisor for the first time. I'd been a supervisor at other jobs that I'd had, but I became head teller and and then I was like operations officer, and I became a branch manager and learned loans. And I wanted to learn compliance. See, that's where the attorney part comes in. I'm like, I was, who wants <laughs> you? <laughs> you have to be a special person for that. Well, it's kind of funny. And I absolutely love compliance. Yeah, I was like, I'm one of those rule nerds or something like that. So that was fun. You like to make people follow the rules. <laughs> but, you know, I think part of it is wanting to understand why, too. Mm, I feel like because it's not just about, you know, following the rules, uh-huh. it's more like, okay, these are the rules, or these are the guidelines, and then how can we have a great member experience, mm-hmm. and still follow the rules, mm. and so I feel like that was a good match for me, Um, and then, you know, I became VP of branches, and I love that, working with the branches was really fun, and um, having experience with them, and continuing on their member journey and then VP of operations. And I got other opportunities with cards and the call center. So lots of different touches, but all along the way, one of the funnest things is the meeting other credit unions, Mm. um, learning what they do, sharing. Credit unions are super open here in Utah, which I love. And you just share information and how we can be better together and so you can get these lifelong friends but they really do help you you get ideas you are able to help others and yeah that continues
0: i think my favorite part of your story is like it's you started off with one dream and the dream changed and some people go to school and they're like this is it like this is my life or you know really young they like in in preschool whatever like oh this is what i want to be to grow up and they do but i think probably I don't know if I'm speaking for myself or for the masses, but I would guess like 80% of us are more of like, you know what the dream developed along the way. And it's not like a secondary life, like, Oh, I didn't do my dream. It just changed. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. What
1: I love about your story. Well, and it's true. I, you know, so I didn't, Becomes the attorney. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you did <laughs> do compliance, so like did, yeah. <laughs> kind of got in there. <laughs> you know, but I and I didn't do my education all up front. It was a little bit here and there, but I think that's really an important thing too. Is even when you have goals or things that you want to achieve, it doesn't mean that you have to wait till that happens to live. And I think that's really important. Wherever you're at, this has always been kind of my you can take it for what you want. My sage advice. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you may be working at a place or you may be going to school or you may be at a place that you think is not where you want to be or this isn't my permanent place. So I'm going to wait to give my best until I get to that, mm-hmm. that permanent place. But I say, you know, I have to think boogie. Be outstanding or get involved elsewhere. While you're here. What? Yeah, I love where you keep that boogie. <laughs> boogie. Be outstanding or get involved elsewhere. And that means in it. your life, you know, while it wherever you're at, make it matter. Mm-hmm. Show up, you know, at whatever job it is, whatever volunteering you're doing, whatever you're doing with a group or an organization, be the best you can. And if you really are not feeling that passion, it doesn't mean everybody just quit their job and leave. It's <laughs> go actively find you can be engaged and do that Hmm. because while you're there you don't know who you're going to meet, what you're going to learn about that can take you other places and you may meet those same people in different spaces and if you've behaved not the best you may not get that opportunity
0: that's huge i think that also you've also given me peace with my life journey of You know, I I never thought I would be here, but I'm so happy here and to like, accept that, that the dream can change, but that I'm recognizing what I took the opportunity to show up and that's changed my course of life. And, and I love that you're, you're saying, so basically what you're telling me is no matter what job, if it's an entry level job that I'm just like, show up. And do it. your 100%. Never wait to give that 100% for your dream job. Like treat
1: every day as if it is your dream job because it, it will lead you to the right people in the right places. Oh, absolutely. I think of the different organizations that I am involved with currently. And if I had not like done the things that I have done and been done my best work and participated and actively networked, I wouldn't have had those opportunities. Mm-hmm. And I am grateful. Every day that I've I've decided to do that because it does pay off. But it's really it's really great um, in the ways that it shows up in your life and you weren't expecting it.
0: That is such a beautiful. I I just think I feel like your life journey. Sometimes we have guests on the podcast who just knew what they were going to do and did it. Okay. And but I just feel like you're such a representation to all of us where our journeys in life might be a little bit more foggy or might not be quite as clear cut, but we can show up and they can end up like your beautiful journey has and where you've come in that. And I want to kind of switch gears a little bit into being a woman in business because you're in the executive team and you're a woman. And tell me both the challenges and strengths of that as you've been going through business, you have a ton of business experience. You sit on boards, you're part of the community and businesses, and now you're over business development. So you're working with community and other women in business. Kind of just start to talk to me a little bit about that.
1: Okay. So this is an interesting topic, Mm -hmm. I will say. So I sit on the women in business executive board for Chamber West. Mm -hmm. And recently we did a a meeting. It was awesome professional growth luncheon where we did a survey with women. Um, it was what does a woman want for in business? Mm. Um, and it, we did Slido. I don't know if you've ever used the program Slido. It's a live survey as you go through, so you can ask questions, people answer, and then you get the results immediately, and you can cool. discuss each answer. Well, some of the concerns that came up for women in business was they felt like they maybe were not respected mm-hmm. in their companies mm-hmm. or seen as a voice mm-hmm. that really had a lot of influence. Pay was another issue. Mm-hmm. And then the other one was like child care, not having child oh, care, which really cute. made like a huge impact on their ability to progress mm-hmm. in their businesses, what they felt like. And so I have thought about my own journey along the way because I've worked um, like forever. I feel like forever I've worked. <laughs> and Even when I have kids, you know, I worked full time. Right. And so, but those are, those are challenging things. But I think things that are really important for women is one of them is that what you do, what you do have to say matters. And not being, try not to be afraid of speaking up or sharing what you have to share. Because I think sometimes it's not so much that no one wants to hear what you have to say, but if you don't ever say anything, no one knows. So be brave. It's okay. We're all human. And I do think speak up. If you have opportunity at your company to take a, you know, a, lead of a project or a department or you know anything take those opportunities and then also share with your um leaders your challenges Hmm. you know so that you can share that what you want to do how you feel like you can give back don't be afraid to say what you need Because I feel like, especially nowadays, people are much more open to being flexible, but they don't have all the answers. And so it's really important to say what you need. I do know that I feel very blessed. I feel like I've always, um, and I've been at Granite Credit Union 34 years in May, okay, (laughs) but I do feel like I've mattered. And I don't know if that's, I don't know if that was something I was born with, but I've never felt like (laughs) what I had to say didn't matter. And I know that that doesn't, it's not the same for everyone, but practice kind words to yourself. I think we women can be most critical of ourselves. 100%. Yeah, that voice inside your head can be mean. And just think about those words. Would you ever say that to a person? No, you would not. So practice giving grace to yourself and then as much as possible, try to put yourself out there. Because I feel like when I raised my hand and said, me, I'll do it, it's that's, that's not that I new how, but I'm like, <laughs> I'll figure it out.
0: <laughs> that's what I love about you, though. It's You're willing to take on a challenge. And there's two parts to you. You're willing to take on something you don't know yet and learn it. And then you're also willing to say, help me when you don't know.
1: Oh, absolutely.
0: And I, I think that takes courage to say that, right? Because you have to admit that you don't know everything. Yes, and I, I, it's kind of this interesting dynamic with women in business, because sometimes I think we we feel the need to like look like superwoman that we're all. Yes. Powerful. But it takes us away from sharing our struggles with our leaders than to be able to re- really be open and honest and or even being like, hey, I'm not feeling seen or heard in this, but we have to feel like superwoman. So instead of admitting yes. it, we're like,
1: oh, uh, I'm all this. Right. Yes, absolutely. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's the other thing we can definitely um, feel like we have to fit this superwoman role. It's okay to say you need help. I honestly would say, please say you need help. Because um, we're, even if people are doing great at one point, they've all had their struggles. They can totally, they've been there. And so I feel like that's super important the other thing that I would say is if you are progressing and getting opportunity, be a cheerleader for other women. Oh, that's this huge. This is huge. Yeah. I would also say be a mentor. For me, I've had different mentors throughout my life. And I think that's so awesome when you can do that for someone else. You can be their catalyst to them progressing, for them feeling like they can succeed. And the other thing, when you help your employees and your staff succeed, don't be afraid of hiring people that are smarter than you, (laughs) better than you, have more skills than you, because they're not you. And that's okay. But if you don't let someone else take over what you're doing, you can't progress. Because Mm -hmm. that doesn't make you a great manager. It just makes you your best employee. And that's probably not helpful. So that's like a, a big, that's a huge idea that you just threw out there. Yeah. I
0: I love that you said that in the honesty of hire people who are smarter than you. Oh, yeah. Cause that is intimidating, <laughs> right? And when yeah. you're like, I'm supposed to be the supervisor, the leader, the manager, whatever, yeah. whatever title is given to that leadership position. That is so intimidating. And you just said, you don't need, so kind of maybe define leader for me.
1: Okay. So there's leaders that are formal leaders, right? Uh-huh. So you're the boss. That's a role, mm-hmm. a supervisor, a manager. But there, there are people that are leaders, not necessarily because of a former, formal formal, role, mm-hmm. but people look to them for advice. Mm-hmm. They look to them for guidance. Uh, you know, you have informal leaders in organizations And hopefully your culture is healthy and those are good things Mm -hmm. instead of you know leaders that maybe take them off the bandwagon. (laughs) But I do feel like with leaders, it it, like we do, we have this responsibility to help others succeed. And yes, all of us have ego, but it's really healthy and sometimes it can be challenging, but to let go of what we think is most important about us and make it about is it it's the organization and also for your own personal progression Mm -hmm. open that up and be like okay what could I do if someone else can take on more of this or they can have this role what is what is my next journey and it could be scary but it's really exciting plus nobody wants to do everything I mean honestly it's exhausting
0: yeah (laughs) We've tried. We know it's exhausting.
1: Yeah. That's <laughs> true. <tripping. laughs>
0: um, I, I love your definition here of leader because I asked that with how you're talking about leadership, too. Is because what I'm hearing from you is really a leader, a supervisor, a mentor is more of a cheerleader. And that's what makes it hire someone smarter than you do that because you're the cheerleader. You don't have to be the most knowledgeable person in the room. You're in an an enabler of other people's talents,
1: absolutely. Is that absolutely, kind of right? is that, it okay. totally is. It's exciting too mm-hmm. when you see someone progress um, and and move forward, and maybe they even go past you. Honestly, because not everybody wants to be the the person that runs everything. You know, you find out maybe to a certain point, this is what my job is. And I like this and I don't want to do different. But if you can be a part of what moves people forward and continue that same thing where the next person is like, yeah, I want to help someone else too. I mean, it just makes it such a healthy thing. And no organization, no entity should fall apart because one person leaves, mm. you know, it, it's like... It's really cool if you, even if you leave a place, if you've left a lasting good legacy, a good, a good imprint on this, you know, organization, I think it's really important.
0: I love that. I also love that you're saying as a cheerleader, not only are you helping people progress, but this also growth for you, like as you cheer on other people, they'll be able to take over your responsibilities and then you'll have a growth moment that it's this kind of right. continual if you take the time to celebrate other people and help them and enable them then it's this kind of continual growth
1: cycle absolutely yeah i'm it's just interesting i mean even for myself i was vp of operations or, or chief operating officer since um 2009 and then in 2021 mark young became our CEO. And he interviewed all the executives. And you know it's like, what are you passionate about? And I love that, that he asked that. And then I said everything. And he goes, well, I know that. But, <laughs> <laughs> but he talked about what is it that you like to do? And I really did talk to him about, I did want the cards. I liked card services. That's been a, a fun project and sometimes challenging. And then the call center, but also business deposits. Mm-hmm. I, I was helping our previous business development officer uh, with business accounts. And I thought there is a, we have a great need and we have a great opportunity to help business owners and, you know, small business owners and large business owners. So that was exciting. And I love community involvement. And so that's when I became VP of business development and my job totally changed. And I've loved it and it was really exciting. But you know, those things can be scary because that's a big change. Um, but I have found that it, it was very nice and it was great that my boss considered all of us and asked, you know, what is it that you like to do? Instead of being like, Well, that's your job, just do it. So I
0: think that's an exact like that is an example of someone else doing exactly what you described as a leader as an enabler yes. of yes. someone's talents. And that takes time to time with a person to discover and ask for their strengths and talents and then creating a job that they thrive best in that or adjusting their job if you can't like create something new or you know but uh, helping their strengths come out i i want to kind of switch for just a second here on you mentioned with your vp of business development so if i'm a young entrepreneur and i am interested in starting a business how could you help me
1: okay so, first of all, we're going to talk about what is your business? <laughs> good. That's probably going okay. to define. <laughs> and then if you do have your business model set up or your business is open, you need to have a business account and a personal account. Mm-hmm. Two separate accounts. You're never going to mingle the money. Promise, we're on a stack of Bibles. <laughs> <laughs> this is important. <laughs> yeah, because... It's really important. That way you can actually see how your business is functioning and what it is supporting and what it's paying for. Mm -hmm. Okay. The other thing that I would do is look at what your goals are for your business. Because one of the things that's probably one of the most challenging things for small businesses is getting capital to run your business. And sometimes people's idea is that they have to have it started out really huge, mm-hmm. it has to be really big. And then it's just overwhelming and it can't happen. And so many people start out their businesses on a pretty small platform. And I think that's great. And that's healthy. I think having goals, and then we can figure out how to help you fund your business. And sometimes one of the biggest things that I talk about is bootstrapping. And that is basically you put your boots on and you work. So if this is your passion and you'll see this quite often with business owners, beginning business owners, they'll have a regular nine to five job and they put that money, extra money, they live as lean as they can on that and put the other money into their business. But that's why I say Having your finances separate so you can actually see how your business is functioning and goals are huge. And Granite Credit Union has great business deposit products and lending products. And I love it that we can be with them from the beginning of their business and as their business grows.
0: Right. I love that part of your job too, is you're very involved with both starting entrepreneurs and very well-developed companies. So where can people go to learn about both get in touch with you if they have business questions yeah. and business growth questions Absolutely. and to understand deposits and things that
1: services that they could get for business? So honestly, one of the things I'd say is go to our um, website, granite.org and just type in business and we have a great explanation of the different business deposits and products. And one of the products that I love, and I feel like every business can use extra cash. We created business checking accounts, a cash back checking, and we pay you 1% cash into your checking account from your debit card spend every mm-hmm. month. So things like that are gonna be really helpful. The other thing, too, is we have ways that are less expensive, low fee or no fee, which is important because all those business dollars are really important to operating their accounts. The other thing they're welcome to do is to call myself or Tammy Black, our business development officer, and we absolutely would love to have like a face-to-face and sit down and evaluate where you're at with your business and go through um, what your goals are because then we can actually kind of set what what services and products are good for you and then do like a check-in, even monthly. We have a few accounts that we do monthly check-ins and see where they're at. So I'm happy that's to do that. huge, that business counseling. Do you have a number that they could call you or contact yeah. you? Um, so they can call Tammy Black at 801-288-3015. Or they can call me, Mary Woodard, 801-288-3003. The other thing that I will say is don't don't be afraid or ashamed of your finances. Mm. People don't know this stuff. You know, not everybody went around talking to you as you grew up. So I think sometimes people are embarrassed and don't want to talk about it or, you know, think they're going to be ashamed we are not going to shame you. And then, if you're a more sophisticated business, we have great products for you as well. One of the things that we just started is an extended insurance covered money market because people have been really nervous about the Silicon Valley Bank loss or downgrade. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was a little scary. So, we rolled out a new product. It's called the Always Insured Money Market. And we can insure any of your money up to $25 million in this product. So please, you know, reach out. Granite Credit Union is well capitalized. We've been around since 1935. We have $82 million worth of capital. And so um, we post our finances monthly. We're happy to share with you, but we'd love to help you out. I
0: think that's huge. I am so excited about the new money market when you presented that to our team, the money market with that extended insurance. I I know, and I've been on a couple boards this month who have been very concerned about their finances. And that to me, I'm like, wait a minute, this is huge. Like there is something you don't have to be, I've heard of a lot of people starting to split into different financial institutions. So then they can get to a certain amount insured, but this just makes it easy where you don't have to split. It's all in one account, but it is all insured. That's huge. Yeah, Yeah. it's huge.
1: Especially because right now it is, the economy is, kind of nerve wracking for people, but we have you. We've got your back. And we'd love the opportunity to talk to you. So Yeah.
0: I I'm so glad. I'll have you repeat that those phone numbers and website after we do our wrap up question. But Mary, we always ask on at the end of our podcast and this one question, I'm curious to hear your answer. And it's what is one piece of advice you'd give your younger self to boost your confidence?
1: Burst through the fear and put yourself out there. That's really what I would say.
0: I love that. And I think that's a beautiful cap to your story because that's what you have come to do through your life. I, I'm so grateful you took time for us. Will you just, so we want to make sure that we can find you again. And if we have business counseling questions, whether we're sophisticated business starting out, so glad that we can just you can literally talk to our podcast guest. Like this is huge. This is such a good opportunity. Just call her and or Tammy and start talking to him. But also the granite website, granite.org, and you can go to the business part of that website and you'll see the products and services sort of or get extra counseling with Tammy and with Mary. So can you repeat those two numbers? Yes. So it's Tammy
1: Black is 801-288-3015 and then Mary Woodard 801-288-3003. The other thing that I would love to mention is that we are doing small business accounts or business accounts for ITIN yes. holders as well because yes. that's one thing that Granite Credit Union is passionate about as well as helping our ITIN members. So please
0: reach out. Everyone deserves to be using financial services. Absolutely. And well, everyone deserves to be using Good, good and fair <laughs> financial services, because you can get it. But good and fair is, is the good important part. Everyone deserves whether whether you have Social Security or an ITN, it doesn't matter. You deserve to yeah. be treated fairly. So that I'm so glad you threw that in. So if you or if you have friends or family or neighbors that you know need those services, you can definitely you can direct those questions back to Mary too. You had Love her that. contact, or there's more information on the Granite website about that. That's huge. But Mary, we are so glad that you're with us. Thank you so much for being on with us today.
1: Well, thanks for asking me, Katie Ann. This is awesome. I was really excited about it. So I hope to hear from some of you people out there. I hope you <laughs> I hope you get some calls
0: too, because man, she's just a joy to talk to. You just need to pick me up too. Business counseling can pick me up all in one.
1: <laughs> thanks, Mary. Okay, thank you.
0: After every episode, I'm amazed at what each of our guests have accomplished in their lives. They inspire me to go for my dreams and seize opportunities. The reality of life is that every opportunity and dream has a financial implication and knowing how to manage and grow your money will not only help you achieve your goals, but also get to them faster. Utah Money Moms has been a resource for me to learn how to better manage my money and turn my dreams into reality. Their website is full of interactive material to engage all learning styles. My favorite resource is their free monthly webinars where I can listen and have my questions answered by financial counselors and educators. Head on over to utahmoneymoms.com or utahmoneymoms on Instagram to access free empowering material. Again, that is utahmoneymoms.com or utahmoneymoms on Instagram.